Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Fifty Shades of Grey, how many of you saw this movie this week? I wonder how many people went to see that movie alone, because I it was thinking about it. I cannot imagine any sentence more depressing than one ticket for Fifty Shades, please. Anyone see Fifty Shades of Grey? Right. Well, Fifty Shades of Grey made $38 million on Friday alone, which is the same way I saw it on Friday alone. Is this seat taken? It is now. Here, this movie's nuts. The uh, runaway bestseller book, uh, the movie version of the, the book, Fifty Shades of Grey, dominated the weekend box office, and the weekend box office liked it. The big movie right now is Fifty Shades of Grey. Anybody seen that movie? No. <laughs> What's Fifty Shades of Grey? That was a big hit movie! This is a pretty good-sized audience. No. STP cast. I had no idea we were going to do an STP cast this week. Sweet. It's an abbreviated version. It's all about STP on the STP cast. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, now, now that totally makes sense. I know the intro made us think they were going to talk, get knee deep into Fifty Shades of Grey, but I really got nothing on it. I didn't see it. I don't think either one of you have seen it. Nope. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> you, liar. you have. So I'm Steve. Top Shelf's not here. He refuses to speak to the guys in Stone Temple Pilots. Not Contract sure why. disputes. Yeah, it's some kind of restraining order. We've got Mono Nick, everybody's favorite. Yo. The mighty Reverend in Fuego. Good morning. So I figure what better way to get us amped to talk to Eric and Robert of Stone Temple Pilots than to listen to some of the more recent music that they put out. This is Cry Cry off of that most recent EP featuring Chester Bennington. It's the jam of the week. This reminds me of uh, uh, their their tiny music record when they kind of got a little bit more trippy and bared down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's not overproduced. You can hear each instrument. Especially this part.
sounds like he's found his uh, own voice in this one, in this song. Yeah, yeah. It's like there are parts where you're like, oh, yeah, I could see Wylan mm-hmm. doing just what he did, like the yeah, yeahs. And I think just having the harmonies with the other members of the band still give you that Stone Temple Pilots flavor. Yeah. But, yeah, he's totally bringing his own element to it. I really like Chester with these guys instead of Lincoln Park. Yeah. Like, a lot more. I, I think this seems to sit to, to fit his voice more nowadays. Yeah, totally. And uh, they're going to be coming to town. Ooh. That's why we're talking to them. Oh, we have a reason. <laughs> Not just to have STP on the STP cast because that sounds clever. Well, you know is. what this song reminds me of? Remember that band, The Vines? Yes. It totally reminds me of that entire album. Yes. Minus the mental breakdown part. Okay. Yeah. I saw The Vines <laughs> once, and he had a meltdown on stage and just walked off. Oh, wow. Off. Okay. I think it was at the Moor. Someone threw like a, a bottle of water or something at him uh, or something. He just had some issues, and sometimes they would just come out on stage. I've like heard that he did, stuff. actually. Yeah, I can see a Vines influence on this one. Yeah, I really, I, I really dig this one. What I love, and I'm excited because we're going to be talking to the rhythm section, and I've been listening to a lot of Stone Temple Pilots when I realized we were going to talk to them. I found out over the weekend that they'd be joining us, and uh, I went back and listened to like some of the stuff, like like Meat Plow and some of like the oh, non yeah. singles, mm-hmm. and just going through some of their older stuff. It, I never really focused in on uh, Robert's bass playing. Like I always loved Eric as a drummer, but man. Robert's one of the most interesting rock bassists that I've heard in a long time. Like, just pay like pay attention to some of the bass right there. Like, he's really driving the music, in addition to the guitars, of course. But, like, to get music nerdy, like, he's really laying it down. Okay. It's, like, really punches through. I, of course, ask you to listen right at the end of the song, but you could go at home and do your own research and listen to the stuff. It's He's a very interesting bass player, so I'm excited to get like a little music nerdy with him when we do add them on. And I've always I've always been interested in what STP's done. Like I've always loved just to watch or listen to their stuff. I mean, I wore out uh, the Purple album. Oh, yeah. Is the hotline already ringing? Yeah, it's already. Damn, are they early? Or someone else just calling us? a chance us? to do oh. Facebook drama yet. <laughs> oh, pressure's on, Nick. You're not, you're not prepared. Separation's in the preparation, Nick. Hello, KSW. Hey, this is Nathan. I was just calling. Um, I'm going to have Eric and Dean from Stone Temple Pilots for you guys here in a little bit, but we're running a few minutes behind, so okay. uh, I think we're scheduled at 10, or so we'll be like maybe at five minutes past the hour. Oh, okay. Okay? Sounds good. Thank you, man. All right. All right. Sorry about that. That's okay. I don't know what he that, was talking about. It's already yeah, five it's, minutes it's past the hour. It's actually five minutes past right now. And we're supposed to have him on at 10.15. Thanks for blowing out our eardrums, Mono Nick. Yeah, my bad. We didn't need to hear his bass anymore anyway, right? <laughs> no no I don't, trouble. I don't need these ears for anything. <laughs> it's not like we're doing anything with them. Hopefully you can lower it for when the podcast comes out. Yeah, so. we're good. <laughs> All right, just process that. Make it so that the, the podcast listeners don't go deaf. <laughs> Holy cow, man. So like I was saying. <laughs> Before um, you were so rudely interrupted so with Mono Nick. rudely interrupted. Uh, no, like, I, I remember I was working, I was 16, and I was working as a painter's utility man, which is basically just a gopher. You're going yeah. to do whatever they need P-U-M. you to do. P-U-M. P-U-M? Painter's utility man. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. all right, cool. Sweet. Just, just trying to bro down, bro. Nice. Um, And I had the cassette tape for Purple, yeah. whatever. It wasn't called Purple, but that's what everyone called it, I guess, right? 
I thought it was purple. The one with him yeah. flying on the dragon. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah, just had the, the Chinese boy. purple symbol up on the side. That's why the other, I think, text on it. But I think it was just called purple. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, that was the one. And I literally wore out the tape. It got to a point where I was listening to it in my car on the way home, and it was playing slower. Yeah, because the tape had been stretched, stretched out. <laughs> and so, yeah, and I had to go buy another one. But I loved that album so much. I used to go through so many cassettes of the like. I remember the two that pop into my mind once you brought up that story was Nevermind by Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had two cassettes of that before I found. Just bought a CD. Yeah, bought a CD. Uh, and then uh, Primus is Sailing the Seas of Cheese. I was obsessed with that record. Like, what? obsessed with that record. What songs were on that one? Here they come, the bastards. Here they come. I don't know that one. Don't know that one. Oh, all right. I know Jerry. I, uh, Jerry was a race car driver, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know one known as Big Brown Beaver. That, yeah, and my name is Mud. My name is Mud. Yeah, those are the not, three. Those, aren't those are the three songs that I know from Primus. Okay, yeah, right, me well, too. Dude, another a homework <laughs> assignment for you guys is to go back and listen to "Sailing the Seas of Cheese" by Prime. I used to listen to that whenever we'd like go to school on the bus over and over, like you're saying. Yeah. Eventually, I'm like, I gotta get another copy. Gotta get another copy. Uh, but before we uh, talk to Stone Temple Pilots, quite possibly we might have some new listeners because someone who's a fan of Stone Temple Pilots, they might say, "Hey, oh, yeah. these these." knuckleheads are doing an interview with the guys. I, let me listen to their podcast. And so, like smart people that we are, or actually it's just the way it's timing out, we're going to make you wait for the interview and give you a taste of what the STP cast a flavor. is. flavor. Right. And this is going to be a mini podcast because usually we go on for a an hour and time. a half forever. Uh, but today, because of the time constraints, and this is not Tuesday, our usual day of doing the podcast, it'll be about a half hour. But I figure, hey, we got some Facebook drama. I've got some emails that we could get to, some other stuff I'd love to talk about as well. So why don't we do that until Stone Temple Pilots calls in? Are you guys okay with that? I'm cool. Nice. Which one do we want to do first? Why why don't we work backwards? Because usually we start off with an interview and we end with Facebook drama. Why don't we start with Facebook drama, give people a taste of what the STP (laughs) cast is all about, and then do the interview. In the days of the past. This is a good one, too. There has always been one thing. To join all the bitches together in their drama. And that thing has always been a left Facebook. And now, muchachos, señoritas, Le Steve, Taylor's producer, shall bring us the best of the drama from the Facebooks. So for those of you that are new to the STP cast, this is our opportunity. It's a public service announcement to get people to stop posting stupid S on Facebook. But if you're going to do it, we're going to pull it off of our Facebook feed and reenact what happened on your Facebook thread for the entertainment of others. This is a good one. It's a Valentine's Day edition of Facebook drama. It's a short one. And now typically whenever I grab these, I have to shorten them up because some of them go on forever. This is as long as the thread went. That's amazing. Yeah, this is... I'm so excited to act this one out, guys. I feel like we got to really bring it. Our acting right. muscles need to be flexed. <sighs> so, playing the role of Jane, who's the person who posted this Facebook post. So, playing the role of Jane will be the Rev. I will play the role of Maggie and Mono Nick. You will be Mark. Rev, take it away. Valentine's Day sucks. Stupid Hallmark holiday, yet again single. Why are there no good guys out there? Maybe if you stopped banging married men, you'd be able to find a guy that don't... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is great. Maybe if you stopped banging married men, you'd be able to find a guy that won't just hit it and quit it with you. Go f- yourself, Maggie. Still bitter that your husband thinks I'm a better f- than you. Hashtag whore. Thanks for the reminder. I forgot we were friends on here. Deleted 
and blocked. Too bad Facebook can't block you from opening up your legs to any married man that's willing to bang you, slut. That escalated quickly. LOL. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wow. Once again, it's a good way to find out who you're still friends with on Facebook. Who admits? <laughs> like, Maggie, seriously. Overshares and I love, I mean, I've seen people post stupid stuff, and I'm like, well, come on. The real you is not coming out in yeah. what you're posting. Like huge eye roll moments. Right. It's more like, oh, would you look at this person trying to look like a, a, an innocent victim or something like that? And it's like, oh, if only people knew. <laughs> but would you really go out and just fully just say, hey, stop banging married men? And it sounds like she banged Maggie's. Yeah. Maggie's and apparently a bunch more. Yeah. Still bitter that your husband (laughs) thinks I'm a better F than you. I would be. Nice work, Jane. (laughs) Bitter. (laughs) I love that guy. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We... We did get a couple of uh, uh, messages, and uh, we don't have a lot of time to do like the full emails, the voicemails, and the text messages. So, Nick, let's just do one of Ziggy's awesome intros. Of course, you picked the stoner one. Bloop, bloop. That goes on for 20 minutes. But we're trying to do an abbreviated podcast. <laughs> Does what he wants. He still hasn't sung yet. That was 15 seconds in. Ah, so now we know for the post. This is It's a long one. But this is the best part. I can't hear anything else but bloop, bloop, bloop. I know. I know he said pick it up, but I don't hear it. Nope. All right. You two can send us an email, a voicemail, or a text message, stpcast at gmail.com, or uh, leave us a text or a voicemail at 253-271-4787. That's 4STP. This one was texted to us. Guys. Guys. Jimmy Fallon's got a new ice cream flavor, and it sounds awesome. I forgot that I guess there was a late show-themed... Uh, ice cream flavor yeah, from Stephen Ben Yeah, Stephen Colbert. Right. Yeah, Americone Dream. Not and like I've got it before or anything. Yeah. So Jimmy, I guess, right. now has a Tonight Show flavored ice cream, uh, and it's called the Tonight Dough. Uh-oh. Like cookie dough. Oh, cookie yeah. dough. I'm in. I found the clip <laughs> of him talking about it, and I want you guys just to hear it out of Jimmy's mouth uh, because I haven't had Ben and Jerry's in a while just because I'm married to one of those vegans. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Those. So we got to have that soy milk and all that other stuff. Yeah, and they don't put that in there. I feel like I got to have to buck the trend, though, and, and, and purchase this for my own consumption. Okay. Let's check it out. Please. The Tonight Show. is the greatest it is the best tasting ice cream i swear you will ever ever have in your life can you can you tell us what's in it you guys chocolate and caramel ice cream yeah yeah. cookie dough and peanut butter cookie dough what right chocolate cookie swirl sold double cookie dough I never had peanut butter cookie dough i've had peanut butter what's the 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 peanut butter no the cookie butter cookie butter yes i've had that 
Cookie Butter has oh, their own ice cream. Yes. Uh, so they have that, that too? At Trader Joe's, yeah. yeah. Oh, they have Jesus. a cheesecake too. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's gone off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you can make your own Ben & Jerry's inspired ice cream, and feel free Ooh. to text us or email us or voicemail us, however you want to do it. Let us know what your suggestions would be for uh, your Ben & Jerry's ice cream. But what would yours be? Rev, I'll, I'll go with you first. I yeah. feel like Nick looks like he's deep in he thought. Is. Yeah, because there's a lot of good ones out there already. We need to give him the time that he needs. Mine just came to me, and it, it's along the same lines, though, and I would just call mine the brown note. We would go with uh, peanut butter and chocolate swirl. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, just uh, add a little bit of fudge chunks in there, and I think we're good. All right. I'm going to call mine. I think it's, mine's really simple, but this is what I like, so I think this is only fair. Okay. I'm going to call mine the creamy peanut. And it's going to be vanilla ice cream, because I love vanilla ice cream. Yes, mm-hmm. it's the best. And just peanut butter mixed into it. Okay. I like a peanut it. butter swirl? Yeah, sure. Swirl it in there. Maybe Would vanilla. it be chunky peanut butter or creamy? Creamy, but with peanut butter chips. Like the chocolate chips. <coughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. You should, I was going to say you should put like a peanut butter cup swirl or something like that. Or I like I that. Know. I want to. I'm, mm. I'm deviating from. Although I, maybe a little nougat in there too, just because I like yeah. saying nougat. Yeah. Nougat. Yeah. So it's the pe- the creamy peanut in <laughs> the nougat. Mono Nick. Um, I feel like yours is going to trump both of ours. I don't know. I like chocolate and vanilla ice cream, so I'm going to go with both of those, and then put like chopped up Kit Kats in there. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> you've already turned it into an awesome blizzard. And then some uh, peanut butter cups, because I'm a big fan of so chocolate and peanut butter together. Kit Kats and blizz or and peanut butter cups. Yeah. Those are like two sides of the train tracks right there, buddy. It's I think it could be an jets, amazing man. combination. You could even throw in uh, the peanut butter Kit Kats. I didn't know they had those. Don't they have a peanut butter flavored Kit Kat? If so, then let's just do that <laughs> and get rid of the peanut <laughs> butter no cups idea. and we're in. We're all set. Right. We got it all set. I can't imagine that they wouldn't have those because that seems like it would be pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like the cookie swirl too. Like I like the idea of the cookie swirl because they do that for like the graham crackers and stuff and cheesecake ice cream. So let's put one of those in there too. For the sake of an awesome name, <laughs> I might have to switch mine there. to be creamy vanilla and nutter butters. So I could call it the creamy nutter butter. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. right up there with sweaty balls. Sweaty balls, dude. That's awesome because nutter butters are awesome. Nutter they are good. So good. Those are so good. That'd be oh. really good in an ice cream too. Hell, even if I have to make it with soy yeah, ice man. cream, I'll do it with the soy ice cream so my wife will <sighs> let me eat this. No, I just want ice cream. I love ice cream. <sighs> and they were just talking about it with those diet people out there, how they can't. Who have are ice these cream. diet people? Those I don't know. Some people. Some people here talking about diets? Yeah, they were interviewing a fireman who was on some diet. I don't want to talk about the diet. Okay. I got you. I got you. But it was happening here at the station? Yeah, and he was like, yeah, back at the fire department, we can't eat ice cream anymore. That's all I would do. That (laughs) sucks. Fighting fires, eating ice cream. I know, going into a building. (laughs) Aren't you getting a good enough workout to burn off the ice cream? I think you should deserve to have a little bit once in a while. Yeah, that's what I would think. But now they're probably eating Brussels sprouts like good people do. I'll eat the ice cream. Firefighters should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a, a, a text message. Uh, just says Jim Cantor dot 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 WTF, and then it gave us a link. So, of course, I had to click on it. Yeah, and sure. Fortunately, it wasn't, unfortunately, it wasn't of the adult variety, but Jim Cantor, I don't know if you guys are familiar with who this guy is. Nope. He's uh, He works at the Weather Channel. Oh. And right now, the Weather Channel is probably pretty busy, not dealing with the beautiful weather we have here in the Northwest. No, Snowmageddon in the Northeast. But yeah, Massachusetts is just like, I oh, mean, I, here we go. Oh, well, maybe we'll get to it after the interview. We'll That's see. That's a tease. Yes, because it's good audio. All right, let's try this again. Hi, KSW. Hey, it's Nathan. I have Eric and Dean standing by. Awesome. 
All right, we'll have seven minutes, okay? Sounds great. And here they are. Hello, Steve. Hello, Robert. Eric. Uh, hey, Dean and Eric. Oh, Dean and Eric. Sorry, sorry about that. All right, on. Good to have you guys on, man. All right, Steve. Uh, I, I, we were just talking about uh, the most recent EP that you guys put out, and I'm, I'm hoping that you guys are going to be getting back in the studio with Chester again. We were just marveling about how, I mean, we've listened to the EP quite a bit. We've had you guys on before, but it's always fun to revisit it when we know we we're going to have you on. And, and, and just listening to Cry Cry, and we're like, oh, man, what a great vibe to that song. And can you guys hurry up and put out some more new music? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're... you're uh... Your wish is our command. We are we are right in the throes of making a new record. Actually, and we're we're four songs deep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, we adjourned just last night with Chester uh, putting vocals on one of the tracks. So um, yeah, man. Uh, anything else you'd like from us? Uh, you know, uh, hey, I'll ask you. A quick, I know we're going to talk a lot about uh, the, the Paramount Theater show. You guys are kicking off a tour. I can't wait. April eighth. Uh, the tickets go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get your tickets through stgpresents.org. Plus, there's a pre-sale. If you jump onto Stone Temple Pilots' Facebook page, you can get that code and get Ooh. the tickets now. Uh, one thing I noticed also, you guys offer a meet-and-greet. And usually when I, I see meet-and-greet, I'm thinking, oh, man, this is going to be a dent in somebody's wallet. And I looked at the price of your meet-and-greet, and it's it's comparable to getting a regular ticket just to anybody's show. And I thought that was so cool of you guys that it's an affordable opportunity for people to meet the band. And if you notice, meet and greet is M E A T. You gonna have some bacon up in there? Serving, uh, you know, assorted meats. Some <laughs> summer sausage. Yeah, no one <laughs> should be hungry cuts. at our show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is. Well, you asked what else I could. You guys could do for us. I, I, I got to bring you into our conversation before we had John. We were just having a debate <clears throat> about. Uh, the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon says that he has a new ice cream that's made for him by Ben & Jerry's. Uh, and we were going around saying if we could create our own Ben & Jerry's ice cream, what would it be? i got to ask you guys, if Stone Temple Pilots was approached by Ben & Jerry's to put together their own type of ice cream, what would it be? Well, I hope it wouldn't have anything to do with the uh, oil products of uh, the STP. Uh, <laughs> that would be, be pretty disgusting. Or some bicycles. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like guitar. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um, what can you guys tell us about what's going on with this upcoming tour? I noticed that, uh, like we said, Seattle is the first date. You're um, our first stop, man. You're whoa. our first stop. And um, we hope to bring some Southern California sunshine up there because we all know, we all know there is no place like the Northwest on a sunny day, man. Oh, uh, dude, we've Cheers. had a couple of sunny days this past weekend, and it was like 60 degrees and sunny while... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the East Coast, they're dealing with what they're dealing with, and we're out in shorts, you know, just barbecuing. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> hip to it up there, man. I've spent some time out in Woodby Island, out in Port Townsend there. It's, uh, it's, we love it up there, man. We absolutely love it up there, and uh, we're really excited, man. The Paramount Theater. Oh, it's a beautiful venue, and mm-hmm. the yep. best, best sound in Seattle, if you ask me. It's a great sound venue, and, 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 and I, I, you know, we're lucky enough to get to perform, you know, all over the world in some cases, and certain venues just are fantastic, and... Some, you know, are a little shy on the acoustic side, but the Paramount is just going to be great. And I'd imagine, I mean, and we were talking before you guys joined us, and, uh, and Dean, I'd love for you to hear your opinion on this because it's your brother I was talking about, and, and Eric, especially since you're part of the rhythm section with, uh, with Robert. I mean, I, I think, and, and to say underrated, I think is, is not fair because I think people do recognize how great of a bassist he is, but... I spent a lot of time over the weekend just with headphones in, pressure washing my deck, and listening to Stone Temple Pilots and just focusing on the bass lines. And I don't think there's enough credit given to Robert and just how damn awesome he is on the bass. 
Oh, wait to hear the new songs we're putting out, too, man. It is... Yeah, Robert's pretty extraordinary, man. I think, aside from uh, what a what an amazing bass player he is, just... You know, when when somebody can tell a story with, with bass, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're on to something. And, and aside from being uh, an incredible bass player, you know, Robert brings a lot to the table guitar-wise. You know, uh, a lot of people should know, you know, that, you know, some of the band's biggest songs, Plush, Interstate Love Song, Robert wrote those on guitar. Oh, wow. So, you know... That's kind of our bar. Robert sets sets the bar, and that's kind of the template. And we kind of have to bring in your A game from there. So it all it all kind of keeps us. Robert kind of keeps us all on our toes. Yeah, I was gonna say Eric as a drama drummer as well. And, and and when you play with someone who's like you know playing some amazing intricate stuff on the bass, are you ever looking at him like, dude, I can't follow you with my bass drum on these bass parts? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is this some of that? I mean, we've been playing for so long together. I, I remember. Uh, when I first auditioned for the very early uh, incarnation of STP, we just started a, a, a drum and bass kind of a funky jam that lasted about 10 minutes or so. And uh, kind of knew right then, like, all right, you could just be bass and drum solo all night long the way we're playing this. Well, you can hear there's a lot of R.I.B. in there. Robert, I know, yeah. you know, I know Robert is very much into uh, Jamerson, the great James Jamerson. Yeah. Um, and you know you can hear that in the in, in a lot of the rhythm section. You know it's a, definitely a, a greasiness to it. And I, I would imagine as a guitarist, that gives you some great freedom to to just kind of you know let let the guitars do what they do. Absolutely. And so, uh, like uh, you said, you're working on a new record. Is it going to be an EP or is it going to be a full length this time? It's going to be a full length record. Uh, you know, we don't have a release date yet. We're, like I said, we're four songs into it. Um, I was saying uh, earlier how. October is my favorite time of the year, so... Nice month. Yeah. Mm. Just, nice month. It's just, you know... Why is it your favorite time of the year? Well, you know, long walks on the beach, nice spot of fire, sushi. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't go wrong with a little nigiri, right? <laughs> Did you hear that Point Pleasant accent come out of him on that? <laughs> that was awesome. Um, great time of year, man. I love that time of year. Hey, it's my, I was born in that month, so I'm okay with oh, that. Oh, what date? What date? October 3rd. Oh, nice. All right. My wife was born October 19th, so yeah, I like that month. That's a good month. <laughs> <laughs> so much to do. Hey, I want to ask you also, before, I know we have to let you guys go because you got a lot of stuff going on, but um, I go on your website and I was so excited to see the video uh, uh, that was put up there uh, for, uh, uh, for Black Heart, and it was a fan-made video. How, I mean, when How you, great is that? Right. Do you think that guy just did a bunch of acid and mushrooms and made a video no, for you I, guys? I, I, I'm Eric. Maybe you. Remember, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think it was a husband and wife mm-hmm, team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we ran a, a a groovy little contest for for people to submit from videos. all over the world. Oh, they were yeah. from Israel, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. And oh my gosh, could it be any any more twisted? Well, there's a part where I think this, the, the, there's a guy who is a hamburger for a head, and he's sexually harassing the woman, but then eventually she ends up in the, the, the bathtub of eyeballs, and then another body pops up with a mushroom head, which what? I think is symbolizing something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty extraordinary. I, you know, I took one look at that. I was like, oh, that's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Wow. Man. It's so trippy. It's so great. I mean, it, it, it works so great with the song and just the eye visuals as well. It's, I mean, you got to love that you have fans that are that creative. 
Absolutely. Yes. Not twisted, too, but in the right way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I know we got to let you guys go, but uh, I, I can't wait to see you guys at the Paramount. Uh, last time I saw you was at Bumbershoot uh, in front of uh, the, oh, wow. the Bumbershoot crowd, and it was phenomenal. And I just can't wait now to experience you guys at the Paramount. It's going to be a blast. And tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. at stgpresents.org. And you can get the pre-sale now. So if you want to get them before anyone else, just go to uh, Stone Temple Pilots' Facebook page. they got the pre-sale code right there, and you can buy your tickets right now. Here's to Richard Peterson. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. He played on your record and one, a true gem of the Northwest. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Well, good talking to you guys. All right, guys. Thank you. See ya. Oh, that was awesome. Cool. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, Richard Peterson. Do you guys know? Uh, you have an okay time? No. No. Okay. I don't know who Richard Peterson yeah, is. Yeah. Oh. That name. He used to show up on uh, Robin and Maynard's show a lot. He even came oh. on Andy Savage's show. He, I don't know what. I don't know if he's autistic or what it is or. He's he he, he, oh. he marches to the beat of a different drummer. You know what I mean? And I he's think I know now. Very talented on the piano, and he is featured, I think, on the second STP record. They used him on the record. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. So. Oh, is he at the very end? The second album. Yes. Dun, dun. Oh, the lounge Twelve singer for that. Gracious yes. melody. That's him. Yes. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like I the forgot hidden all track. About that. Yeah, it's yeah. like the hidden track at the end. Yeah. That was a rather weird interview. That was kind of strange. <laughs> I don't know why. I just couldn't get the flow going with those guys at first. Well, I don't think they had a flow going either, so it's okay. I think you're good. They're just kind of random. No, it was fun. I'm not yeah. saying it was a bad interview. It was just we talked about ice cream. We talked about. <laughs> I mean, that's my, my bad. Motor maybe. oil and ice cream. Don't uh, do it. We talked about good, uh, hamburgers. Suggestion. <laughs> Dude, the video you have. I gotta watch that. It's on the homepage of StoneTemplePilots.com, and we'll put it up on the STP Cats group page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like it's, a Salvador Dali picture painting. It's animated <laughs> and it's weird. Okay. And it's awesome. Oh, it's like, animated. I'm, okay, I'm not cool. even kidding you. Like, there's a guy with a hamburger head, and I won't spoil the rest of it, but it, I'm pretty sure he got hamburger head from the woman <laughs> and a, a bathtub that was filled with eyeballs. <laughs> Just going to leave it out there. All right. And when the other guy pops up from the bathtub or the water <laughs> of the eyeballs, on? I'm so confused. It's another guy, but he's a mushroom head, which I would imagine is supposed to be his buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not it's the band. Who? Yeah. Yeah, not the band. Hoo ha. All right, I know we got to get going pretty soon, um, but I, I didn't want to leave people hanging. We did mention Jim, Jim Cantor That's from right. the Weather Channel. And uh, so, yeah, he was in Plymouth, Massachusetts over the weekend reporting on the snowstorm, but I guess lightning struck and it made for some of the greatest audio. Like, I think we all get excited about certain things, especially with whatever you're passionate about disc golf, Magic yes. the Gathering, sure. hockey. Well, Jim apparently really loves weather. Which makes sense since he works at the Weather Channel. And I grabbed six clips of audio, uh, or five clips, whatever it is. And this is his actual reaction while they're being filmed to do some kind of cutaway from there while he's covered in snow when lightning strikes. Have you heard this at all? No. No. Oh, I am so pumped for you guys. All right, here's the first time lightning strikes and his reaction. Oh, yes! 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 We got it, baby! We got it! We got it! Woo! Woo! We got it! Yes! Listen to that! Listen to that! Oh, baby! Can't hear anything. And then there's a crew guy. We just got it! We got it! All you see is a quick flash of light while they're being filmed. So he was so... At one point, he's like throwing snow in the air like a little kid. really happy. That's first lightning strike. By the way, I just said I couldn't hear it. And... Of course you can't hear lightning. Right. <laughs> Dumbass. Here's uh, when the second bolt of lightning struck down upon Jim Cantor. Oh, again, again, that's 
a twofer. That's a twofer, baby. Joey Styles. Yes. <laughs> he's totally Joey Styles. Yeah, this would be I'm me if I got an ace. Oh, he's still going. He's twofer, baby. Twofer. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> now, if memory serves me correct, I believe this one is my favorite. It could be. It's either this one or number four. Because, like I said, it's That's already amazing. It's six times. Here's number three. Yes, again. That's a three. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Pedrac. There it is. Three, baby, in ten minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, it's number four. Number. That's good. That one was great. But number four, and there's a long pause. Like he's actually like just reflecting on what just happened. Like the enormous more epic nature. Than double rainbow. It's I know. Way more epic. This is a guy that works on the Weather Channel. All right, so here's <laughs> when the fourth lightning strike hits upon Cantor. The winds have really picked up and through here, and there's another one. That's number. You got to be kidding me. Wow. You can have your five hundred million dollar jackpot in Powerball or whatever the heck it was, but I'll take this baby. Four, four lightning strikes, four episodes of Thundersnow. I'll take Thunder the millions. Snow. I'll take the millions any day of the week. That was any so day crazy. Of the week. What are you talking about? You passed. He on. thought about it too. It was yeah. like it was like some seconds, and then he was like, "Yeah, this is what I want to say about this." this After is, reflecting, this is his Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Moment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And of course, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> just get four. Now, this is uh, the two together because he comments on both of them as they're happening. So there's two more lightning strikes, number five and number six with Jim Cantor. I could hear thunder, uh, so we had another one. So we actually had five five strikes, five thunder. I mean, this is just a total change. Literally within an hour. We, uh, was that another one? Was that? Oh, my good. Dude, that's number six. Dude, you got to be kidding me. Dude, I'm telling you, this is Chicago. Postel, this is Chicago all over again. We're just sitting in the middle of it. Know. I don't even know. I guess he had a storm. Apparently, in there Chicago. was thunder snow in Chicago as well for him. He goes to bed at night, and his wife's like, "Hun, what's keeping you up?" He's like, "I just don't know if we'll ever have another Chicago. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. I need a six lightning bolt day." That's awesome. I need to watch that. Oh, it's up there on the internet. Yeah, cool. Just type in Jim Cantor. I'm sure it's the very wow. first video that'll show up. That guy is enthusiastic about weather. And that's the guy you want working at the yeah, Weather Channel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, to compare it to winning $500 million. Yeah, there's not a lot. They, they might want to check. Maybe they don't drug test at the Weather Channel. I don't know. I oh. hope not. Yeah. Right? If you're Can't that tell. passionate, you better be stoned. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's potential job opportunity for me. Oh, there you go. I Look at that. Lightning. Awesome. <laughs> it's like winning $500 million. Except it's not. Uh, actually, I put the video up on my blog, so just oh, no. go oh, to KSW.com, uh, click on the BJ page, and then go to my blog, and it's up there for today. Today is Wednesday, and uh, all right, we're going to get out of here. That's it. Yeah. Jeez. Super Fast Podcast. I like that. The Super Fast Podcast. Ooh. Oh, that kind of rolls off the tongue there. Huge thanks to... Uh, it's kind of like a quickie. I think that's what threw me off. I think originally we were supposed to have Robert and, and Eric... Oh, okay. On. So yeah. I had all these questions about the rhythm section, like your favorite rhythms. So I'm like, oh, hi, Dean. How's hi. it going? It, no, it's uh, Dean. Hi, Eric. I'm like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. The one guy I wanted to like throw down with is not there. So we're just going to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> 
uncomfortable awkwardness. I'm, I still want to. I still want to go to that show, man. I want to yes. see that at the Paramount. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna. It's gonna. It's almost like winning five hundred million dollars in the Powerball. Almost. Almost. But better. Meat. All right. Well, we're out of here. Next week, we'll be back with a full podcast. So for the Reverend in Fuego, Mono Nick, Stone Temple Pilots, and me, Steve, <laughs> you can all stay positive and suck it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.